here we are. We've got season two, episode five. I am so honored to be welcomed uh, by our guest, Zachariah Turks, owner of Advanced Landworks. How are we doing, man? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Not too bad. Thank you again for jumping on the show. Uh, I know it was a little bit of a short notice, but I appreciate you just saying, you know what, man, let's do it. I'm excited to have a good conversation. Yeah, likewise. Um, so someone bailed out or what happened there? Yeah, a little bit of a change of plans, you know, working with the Dirtbags podcast with Luke Payne and then Phaser Friday as well. Um, had a little bit of a shift in with a guest. And so we moved them to July and uh, it just so happened you'd reached out and I was like, well, I'm just going to throw it his way and uh, see if you say yes. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> Jumped right on the opportunity. I think yeah, uh, man. you hit me up like Saturday or was it yesterday? And you're like, when, what day works? I was like, let's do it tomorrow. Yeah, let's do it, get it over with. And I think that's the beauty of this podcast is, you know, you really just get to dive in and have a conversation. And for people listening, you know, they, they've either heard of myself or they've heard of you or our companies. And so they'll see a lot of uh, synergy between this conversation. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to dive into it. So, you know, we've kind of have matching hats, but talk a little bit about, you know, you and how you started Advanced Landworks, uh, I believe it's 2016, correct? Correct. Yeah. I started in 2016. It was actually November, uh, I think it's like November 8th or November 10th, somewhere in there is when I like kind of officially started it. So yeah, yeah. 2016. Uh, how'd it start? Let's see. I, uh, I've been working at the time I was working for a environmental, uh, like remediation company. We were heavy in dirt work. Uh, we were heavy in like lands landfills work, uh, digging cells, capping cells. Um, and I started with them in 20, like 12, I think mm -hmm. at the bottom, just kind of worked my way up with them, uh, all the way up to supervisor. And, uh, I was, uh, as in November. So yeah, I was, I was, what happened was I was out, it was like a Saturday, Sunday, I was out riding dirt bikes with some buddies and, uh, I uh, took a crash on my bike and broke my collarbone. So I called my hey. boss that day. I was like, Hey, I'm headed to the hospital. I want you to let you know, uh, I'm probably not gonna make it down there. It was in Ohio. I had a project kicking off on that month. Right. I'm not gonna make it to Ohio tomorrow. I'm in the hospital. Got a broke collarbone. He's like, all right, well, keep me updated. You know, take care. Let me know what happens. So <clears throat> I got out of the hospital. Yep. Broke collarbone. Call him. Hey, six to eight weeks in a sling. Right. And he's like, well, uh, it's kind of tough to put you on a job site. Like, you know, as a soup, we kind of do a little bit of everything. We're in the trucks, we're filling, you know, dailies, uh, we're in equipment, we're in and out of, you know, we're, we're doing whatever we can do to keep the job rolling. And he's like, it's kind of too much of a high risk to have you on the job. I'm like, well, what am I going to do for the next six to eight weeks? Right. And uh, Michigan, we're kind of a seasonal state. It gets, it gets pretty brutal in the winters. Um, so a lot of us dirt, like a lot of dirt guys shut down in the winters. A lot of guys plow snow. Yeah um so we we're transitioning into like so it was early november so i was already kind of thinking it was like well i'm probably gonna get laid off here soon anyways and uh so yeah he's like hey you know I, I i stepped in the office for a little bit and did some office work there helped on some bidding of some projects and then uh you know i just had this like wild itch like i was like you know i think i just want to do my own thing like i'm sick of uh working for the man you know and just like yeah you know and he had said something that really like got to me and it was, uh, you know, maybe you should think about your out of work activities and how they affect your work life. 
kind of hitting like maybe you shouldn't like do things outside of work that may like stop riding your dirt bike right because you could get and then i'm like you know what i'm not no dude like I, i'm gonna do what i want to do like right. that's my hobby i like you know it's like it's fun right so uh, yeah i kind of like took that i was like man you know what I, what am i doing like i'm just gonna go i'm gonna do my own thing and uh i was like well kind of sat down got like a little bit of a business plan written up and yeah still didn't really i didn't know what i was gonna do like, i knew i wanted to get into like dirt work but it was such a heavy upfront investment as with equipment and things. I had nothing. Right. I had, right. I had a pickup truck. And, uh, so I, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I called my boss. I want to come in the office. I want to talk to you. Uh, so I walked in and, uh, turned in my, my company truck and my car. And I said, Hey, appreciate the last few years. I've learned a lot, but I'm going a separate way. Shook his hand. And he said, you know what? I wish you the best. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, immediately went home and went to work on, uh, a business name, you know, filing for the LLC, licensing, all that. Um, and yeah, just kind of evolved from there. Um, how, I mean, how, how deep you want me to go in this? I mean, yeah, I mean, I just think it's so cool to hear that, you know, the origin story because it, and, you know, shout out to your old boss too, just for not freaking out and just saying, you know, Hey, I wish you the best. Uh, you know, it was great when you were here and you're going to go do great things. And I think, you know, he's not going to, carry you or hold your hand through it, but it's like, yeah, I mean, he didn't go out swinging. So, um, you know, 2016, you start your own business and I know that feeling too. Cause I started mine in 2019 and you you're like coming up with a name, you're coming up with a business plan. Like, what am I going to do here? So, um, yeah. How did that work? Cause it, we're in very two different businesses. You know, I have a marketing agency where honestly my, upfront cost was $155 for my LLC and like $66 to put it in the newspaper, which was legal. I had to do in Nebraska and that was it. So I don't really have this overhead. So starting your company, like how, like, did you buy or did you rent a piece of equipment or how did you really get going? Yeah. Um, so what I did first, we we're coming into, uh, into the winter time and I was like, you know, what am I going to do this winter? Right. Like, uh, plow snow. That's really about the mm-hmm. only thing you can do unless you're doing some inside, you know, work construction, things like that. But so I just bought a snow plow. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to get a plow. I'm going to, it's November. I've got throw it on the truck. Yeah. Got throw it on the truck. At the time I had a 08, uh, GMC 2500 HD. Yeah. That truck built my business. I think, yeah, I think that was awesome. Um, but yeah, I bought a plow for that and just, immediately text family and friends. Hey, yeah, I got a plow. Totally. Driveways plow, you know, and a lot of them were like, yeah, Hey, well, yeah, do it. Definitely. Come flowers. Uh, my aunt and uncle own a, a flooring company here in, in Kalamazoo and they had three, they've got three stores. So yeah. I immediately reached out to them. Hey, who's doing your plowing? And they, had, they were still trying to figure that out. And I was like, I bought a plow. Nice. Give me an opportunity to, to take care of your, uh, your plowing this year. Sure. For sure. Yeah. We'd love to have you do it. So, what, uh, do you remember how much that original quote was or what you did it for? Uh, the, for them, for the plowing, it was build. I <clears throat> see it did it per store. Um, yeah, I think so, man, I can't, I can't remember. I want to say like their, their biggest store was about one fifty five mm-hmm. per plow. Um, and then it kind of went down from there. I think the other two stores were around 60 or 70 bucks a plow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's roughly what, what I was billing that at the time. Um, and then I had some residential stuff, uh, right. and then I subbed for some buddies that, you know, have some, 
uh, landscaping companies and they were looking for subs. So between what I had gathered up and then a little bit of subbing, you know, I had a, we had a snowstorm. I had a pretty busy night ahead of me. Yeah. It was cool. I enjoyed it. Like it definitely kept some money coming in and kept me afloat, but it also allowed me to meet some uh, new people, customers, a lot of the customers I'd be plowing the driveway and, you know, like, Hey, what else do you do? Do you do like property maintenance stuff or looking for a guy to do this? Do you do landscaping? So um, kind of opened the door to some other things. And I, I kind of like knew that, you know, getting right into the dirt work is going to be tough with the equipment. Like we're talking definitely. about, so, um, you know, I kind of chose a smaller little jobs, did some mowing, did some landscaping stuff. Um, I was actually really fortunate. My uncle had a old wheel, a 753 Bobcat. Yeah. Um, and I grew up on that thing. Me and my cousin right. build dirt bike tracks. Like I mean, as long as I can remember, you know, seven or eight years old, I was running yeah. that thing, building, building jumps and stuff. And uh, so when I first started, I was like, well, I know, I know I can use Uncle Matt's Bobcat. Like, it's not a big thing. So yeah, the first few jobs is like, I just rolled up in the old 753 wheel unit, you know, and uh, knocked out some jobs with that. And then uh, I got with Cat and I just opened up an account with Cat and started, yeah. renting, started renting a lot with them. And that was, that was cool. Um, and then eventually just, you know, transitioned to just purchasing my own stuff as, as a work came in. Um, so yeah. And now we're just, uh, yeah, well, we got, we got a couple of machines now and just still looking for more, man, just trying to build. Yep. Hell yeah. Um, I was, uh, as I was doing, you know, my research in the short time we had before, um, jumping on the, the interview here and, you know, the podcast, I, uh, was going through your social media and everything and, the reason I brought up, you know, kind of how you started, I found your first uh, Instagram post oh, yeah, there it is. with, with the GMC November 22nd, 2016. We got winter is right around the corner. Don't get snowed in for reliable and affordable snow removal service. Give us a call. I was like, I love that. I'm going to bring it up on the show. And uh, I just, I feel like I could feel the excitement and the professionalism, like in that post. Cause you're just like starting your Instagram, you have a brand now and you're like, Hey, give us a call. And uh, I just, that stuff gets me so excited is seeing people start their own businesses. But what I want to jump into with you is, you know, you've been doing this five, six years. We just talked about, you know, getting more equipment growing. Um, my question for you, I guess would be how big do you want to get and why, you know, like how big do we want to scale? Like, do we want it to be a billion dollar company or, you know, what is that, that goal that you have in mind? Um, so I don't want to be the biggest, I just want to be the best. And mm-hmm. I kind of like thrive on that. Um, you know, you always hear like more money, more problems. Um, yeah. like, I'm kind of getting to that, not so much with money, but like employees and, you know, just, yeah. When I first started, I think if you scroll like all the way down in that, on that feed, there's a picture of my dad and he were cutting up a tree. Yeah. And, uh, I, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, one. that was like my first, like, I don't know, like job I got someone. Yeah. I think I was using like, uh, not Angie's list, but like some referral app, you know, they like sure. reach out, right. Hit me up anyway. So that was like first job, but, um, <clears throat> yeah. So anyways, grew from there. Um, how big do I want to get? I, you know, I'm, I want to get bigger, but I want to do, I yeah. want to like, I don't want to grow too fast. Um, I want to, I want to like burn myself out. Um, you know, we're, 
I think we're growing at a good pace. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't really have an exact answer for like how big I want to be. I want to be big enough, but still do like quality work and be personal with my customers. And, right. You know, I, I'm on the job. I bid the job. I'm usually there doing the work. I'm constantly around, like build that relationship with a customer. And I think that's, it's pretty, it's, it's unique. You know, a lot of these bigger companies, you don't ever really speak to the owners. You, Right. Or hardly, or definitely don't see them. Right. So um, the customers get a little personal, more experience when they're dealing with us um, versus yeah. larger companies. But yeah, no, I think I'd like to keep steadily just growing each year. Um, you know, um, you know, I do a million dollars, a million dollars, a couple million dollars a year would be nice. Right. Um, you know, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, man. Hopefully just keep growing every year, just little bits at a time. And yeah. And that's, that's why I wanted to ask that question because I had a really good conversation with Luke Payne. Um, he's the co-host with me on the dirt bags podcast, but you know, we're also business partners and a few other things. And he owns black iron dirt and Western excavation now out in Bismarck. And, uh, is really interesting because he, he's like one of the most driven entrepreneurs I know as far as like, let's get after it, let's blow this thing up. But he also has the mindset of, um, let's stay in excavation let's do something we want to do. Let's be the best at this. And he doesn't necessarily want to be, yeah, that a billion dollar company that does everything. Cause somebody asked him, you know, I think it was like, do you want to do paving or do you want to expand into asphalt or whatever it was? And he's like, you know, I, I think we're good. I think, you know, we really like site prep and we like excavate or excavating. And, uh, yeah, I think we're going to stick with that and maybe expand that way. So I think it's a really interesting conversation because a lot of our listeners are kind of in the same boat that you are, that Luke Payne is, and that I am where you don't want to be completely removed from your business, but at the same time, like you don't want to be working 18 hour days for the rest of your life. So there's that balance. And I don't remember where I heard it this week, but somebody was talking about you know, it's not all about the top line. It's not all about the gross revenue that you make. Like you got to blow that up. Like a lot of times you can get to a good point. Yeah. Doing 2 million, 4 million, 1 million. And if you focus on that bottom line, you can do a lot with that. So it's, I guess it's not all about trying to, you know, it's not all um, beauty when you keep growing that fast, because like you said, there's employees um, and in, in this labor market, it can be very tough. So um, what does your team look like right now, as far as like, you know, employees or your team? And then, you know, when is like a good time do you see to bring somebody else on? Um, right now we're running pretty thin. Uh, it's primarily myself and three other guys. Um, Mm -hmm. and one's just like, it's kind of, he's kind of been, I don't know, it's been a little rough with him, but when he's there, he's there and he's all good. And, uh, when he's not, he's just, he's just in and out and that he's not super reliable. Um, you know, it's, but like, it's tough right now finding anybody, you know? So yep. it's like, I want to like let him go completely, but it's like, man, Hey, you're either in or you're out kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, and I got a couple other guys that are pretty solid. Um, and then myself and I'm, I'm like everything. I don't have, I don't have any office staff. Like I do all the payroll, right. stuff. I do all the bidding, all estimate, all that stuff. Like I'm, definitely overworking myself. I'm on every job. Um, so getting some, taking a little bit of the, of the, the office work off of my end would be nice, you know, the yeah. stuff and, 
um, you know, some of the other paperwork, things like that, that, you know, just I'd get home and have to deal with for, you know, yeah, dude. a few hours, like, man, I wish I could have someone take care of this for me, you know, so maybe finding someone um, to handle that end or a company to, to do that would be nice to add, uh, definitely take a little bit of load off of me. Mm-hmm. allow me to focus more on you know bidding more projects and being able to complete projects in a more timely manner things like that so um yeah looking to grow we're hiring right now we're looking for people so anyone hearing this reach out we're looking for a good operator laborers um i've been dabbling around thinking about bringing on a cdl driver and getting yep. a little bit of trucking looking for like a, a triaxle um but that kind of opened up another revenue doorway you know something right in the whole trucking game right so that's that's another avenue but i'm sick of paying uh paying you know subbing that all that workout i see all that money going out it's like yeah with that money in my pocket you know so yeah like right now it's, it's okay but then you're like okay well i'm not going to do this forever because you're just you know your margins are gone so yeah eventually you want to get to a point where you can bring it in-house and on the flip side, we, we deal with that same thing on the marketing side too. Like there's a point where you're subbing it out and then there's a point like, okay, eventually I'd like to build a business where it's our business. And, you know, that's where we're at now. We're building our internal team. And um, like you said there, it'd be nicer to have an internal team that is working for advanced land works. They believe in the brand, they believe in the mission and, you know, they're just um, getting paid through you and they, um, you know, they just believe in what you're doing. So it, it is nice to build that team, but you know, that, that was one of the things I obviously wanted to touch on was, you know, some of the labor issues that we're seeing in the industry that, you know, everyone's having it's even with our services, what we do, we, we don't promise anyone like, yeah, because we do your marketing, you're going to get people knocking at your door to work for you. It's just, it's an interesting market and it's been very difficult, but I will say, and why I really wanted to have you on the podcast as well Um, you've done a very, very good job of marketing yourself and marketing your business and you don't have an agency. Like it is just you doing it. And so I think that's really cool. It's very intriguing. And I want to dive into a little bit of that because that's my favorite thing is marketing excavation companies and branding. And, uh, so maybe, maybe the first thing I want to touch on is, you know, your equipment. Um, I know we've got that skid steer, like what is what what color would you call that skid steer? So that color is a spinoff of it's a spinoff of Lamar Gray. So I bought a Lamar dump trailer a while back, and the color I really like the color of it, the gray. I want to go mm-hmm. gray with everything. I got a gray pickup, you know, everything yeah. is painted gray. But I wanted my own gray, you know. I didn't want like a you know a gray that everyone else you know could get. So for I got, sure. I'm, I made up my own gray. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it advanced Landworks gray, I guess. I don't know. Um, Let's go. <laughs> love it. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, can't Sherwin Williams, uh, you know, we made our own color and, uh, so that's what that is. And yeah, we're going to paint, uh, everything's getting painted. The gray. Everything's Dude, gray. So, absolutely trailers, love trucks, it. Equipment. If, uh, so for anyone listening, if you want to use that color, um, it's advanced Landworks gray. You can find it at Sherwin Williams and, yep. uh, you know, Zachariah will be getting a, a royalty from it. So yeah. Yeah. It's expensive. It's like 130 bucks a gallon or something like that. So wow. That yeah, is, it's not, but it's not cheap. But, but yeah, no, um, uh, the gray. Yeah. That's it's everything's getting gray. I, you know, the branding thing is huge. I, yeah. these guys that run these big pieces of equipment, it's like, it's a huge billboard. Right. And I, right. 
why not brand yourself? Right. Like, yeah, people see that stuff. and like, Hey, yeah, the guy with the gray equipment or like, you know, black, you know, you see guys are starting to do it more and more, but yeah, totally. brand yourself. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. You, you might as well too. Like, like you said, you're already out there. Um, you might as well, you know, brand yourself, put it out there. And what you've done a really good job of is, you know, keeping up some consistency on social media and having good content you're putting out and just engaging with others. And you're not just what I really like about yours and any, what I would recommend to other uh, excavation companies is don't just put out the, you know, call for free estimate today, call for free estimate today, call for a quote. It's like, people are so sick of that. Plus Instagram can see right through that and they will shadow ban you and you will have two likes on your post. Um, but the more organic content you post, like all of a sudden you're engaging with people like me and our dirt work marketing page. And then, you know, other companies and other excavation companies around the country, instead of just like trying to hit your end user, because I think some companies can get so pigeonholed with marketing and think, okay, we only have to get to the end user, but there's a much bigger picture than that. And that's the long-term growth of like, I want to bring all these people to the table because, you know, there's so much more value you can get than just that end user and just that, you know, direct to consumer purchase, because and especially nowadays, like the social media algorithms see right through that and they will just not show that to anyone. Right. Unless you're, unless you're paying their fees to, to pay to play. Yeah. Yeah. No, I enjoy like the, I enjoy making these little, you know, snippets, little videos. Yeah. Um, I have so much content and it's just like, it's tough for me. I'd like to put together some like banger videos with some yeah. like, drone footage and things I have, but that's like kind of where I'm lacking, like sit down. I've got, um, Final Cut Pro, I think on, on my Mac. Yeah. Final Cut Pro. And like, I've yet to like really master that. And I, yeah. I feel like I should sit down and, and whip up some cool videos and, and throw those up. I think that that'd be sweet. A YouTube channel would be cool too. Um, yep. uh, yeah. It's White, like, White it's on, it's on your list of, uh, on your list of things to do. It sounds like with yeah. all your other things, you know, it, the, the perks of being a business owner, you get to wear a lot of hats, but, um, you know, that's, that's a, um, and I know you brought up, um, what, uh, Ken White, you know, they, yeah. they do a really good job. And what I think is important to know too, is that, um, which was another question I had written down earlier of, you know, questions I wanted to bring up is, is delegating because at some point, no matter how big or how small you are, you know, you can't do everything. So that is a good example of, you know, sitting down and editing these videos, uh, where at someday you might have to outsource that. You might have to bring somebody in that does it part-time or, you know, like when you hit a million dollars in revenue, like that's when we start to work with excavation companies and we do all their editing and we do all their website stuff. And so it just kind of depends on, you know, where you're at, but, uh, if you can learn those skills, it's such a valuable tool to have, but at the same time, you know, you also don't want to be spending all your time learning web design when you're <laughs> way, way better off, like sitting in the machine, making money. So sure. it, uh, you kind of, you almost have to like put yourself in your place. Like, how can I make the most money? What am I most valuable at? And some of the stuff I'm not great at might have to outsource it. Yeah, that's, and that's so true. Yeah. Um, and I'm learning that more as, as I get, as the years have, you know, gone on and I'm getting busier and busier. It's like, yeah, I need to delegate my time like wisely. Right. Like where, like, just like what you said, like, where am I most like efficient at? What, where, what's, you know, 
sitting in my in my office on a laptop making yeah doesn't really do me much like it's cool totally. right everyone likes to see it but i mean i'm not getting paid to do that necessarily right? yeah so, and yeah, yeah i always ask people like you know how much is your time worth and then yeah and then you find somebody because we have you know a couple of people on our team that that's all that's what they love to do is edit videos and it's like they're way better at it than i am so if i sat gorgeous. there and tried to if i sat there and tried to edit every single video i mean my time is way better off doing something else that um you know i'm more valuable at and i can make more doing so it's it's really just you know almost finding what those things are but then pulling the trigger and saying okay i'm going to delegate this out to this person that i trust and that can be tough too, especially when you're growing, um, you know, when you're not at the $10 million stage, it's like, okay, well, yes, it would be nice to bring in a full team, but can't just pay everybody here. So, um, so another, another topic I wanted to touch on, um, and something I've been getting more into is different softwares, you know, as you're starting a business and, you know, different project management tools and, uh, you know, QuickBooks invoicing, stuff like that. So, when you started out and maybe even to now, like what kind of softwares do you use? Do you use Jobber? Do you use any of those? And what, what have you noticed? Like, have you liked any or do you not like certain ones? Uh, what has your experience been with different softwares? Um, so I, when I started, I, I literally just like got on the Apple Play Store or whatever, Apple App Store. And I like yep. searched like invoicing app. And yeah. like, I came up with, uh, this company, it's or this app called Joist. Okay. J-O-I-S-T. I don't know. Have you ever heard of it? I haven't actually. No, no. Okay. I still use it to this day. It was free. That's awesome. but they, it's yeah. I think I like, they were just starting out, but I, yeah. Anyways, I, I, it was free at the time. So I was like, oh, that's good. Like I don't have any money. Right. I need to, like generate these like decent looking invoices that I can send to these customers. Right. For so, sure. Yeah, I came upon that and I do everything from my phone or a tablet. So that was yeah. convenient. So yeah, I just was using that. And then, uh, I, you know, they started to develop more in that app. Mm-hmm. And there was um, customer financing options. There's pay with credit card. All that started to come. And then they started charging you to use it per month. And oh, yeah. So there's a fees associated associated with it now. Um, I still use it though. And like, it's... Yeah. It, it's good. Like it does fine for me. Um, yeah. If it does the trick, I mean, why step away from it? Yeah, it does everything. Uh, it, it, you know, attracts, you know, um, outstanding bills, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it does, it does very good. So that's what I'm using right now. Um, there probably is better things out there, but, um, like if it's not broke, don't, you know, like don't fix it. Right. So that's what I'm using and it, it works great. So shout out yeah for, uh, yeah shout out we'll, maybe we'll, yeah. we'll drop a link in the description here and uh yeah do yeah, a little referral can. link or something yep if you're if you're new and upcoming i think they, they offer like different levels of membership yeah. so you can uh get into something pretty cheap i think so yeah yeah that's what uh, i'm rolling with right now as far as like bidding and, and jobs like that i just sit down it's i'm i'm all right here pen and pen and paper. oh there you go that's yeah, what i like, like to see i write everything out um I'm that's just how I roll. I don't know. I like to like to visually see it, uh, be able to hold it. Like, I don't know. I'm just writing right. write everything down, even, you know, just dailies, everything like that. Everything I do, it's written down in that book or other books that I have. So yeah, that, that's kind of how I 
break down like bidding stuff. Um, yeah, it's cool to see, you know, what works for other people and what, you know, there's no right answer for everyone. And that's why I like to kind of explore on this podcast is, you know, what is working for you? What is working for this company? And just so I can, you know, gather as much as I can and, you know, help other companies if, if they do have questions of like, Hey, do you have an invoicing software? I'm like, actually I do. Here we go. And, uh, you know, just, having resources available for, for companies, if they reach out, um, you know, that's, that's what I'm looking to do is be, you know, a resource first and a marketing agency second. And, you know, this podcast helps with that, I think, because we get to dive into your business and we get to ask you the questions instead of me just blabbing on and on. So, um, uh, changing gears a little bit here. Um, so as I was going through, you know, some of your services, um, on your website, I just want to list them off here. I'm going to have you rank them at uh, your favorite ones to do. It might be for the margins or just the time or, uh, or seat time and then to your least favorite. So on the site, we've got site prep, excavation, grading, demolition, mowing and mulching and remediation. Where, like, what would be your top one out of those? And what would be the bottom one? Uh, we've been recently doing a ton of remediation work. And I, yep. that's kind of like my back where I was background, what I started in was remediation and restoration. Right. Work. I, I think that's my favorite. I love doing it. It's a lot yeah. of, um, specialized stuff. It's usually like minimal, um, minimal space to work with on projects on sites. So, we've done like a lot of roadside cleanups, like hazardous waste cleanups. So yep. you got lane closures to deal with. You're on a side of the highway. There's, um, you know, you can't get trucks right there. And it's just like strategic digging kind of, you know, it's cool. Yeah. I enjoy all that, like all aspects of that. So I'd probably say like the remediation restorations right up there at the top. And I would say like my least favorite thing is mowing. Like I hate yeah, mowing. dude, like, that's what I had down. I'm like, I bet he's going to say mowing. And that's, yeah, that's, and that's where I like kind of started too. We, yeah. we still have in 20, it'd be 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bid on some mowing work for the city of Kalamazoo here. And I still have that contract to this day. It's every year they just, wow. Redo it. Yeah. So that's like the only mowing we do It's it's, it's like a uh, vacant lot mowing. So right. Yeah, if we go on there and just brush hog it down, but yeah, every year they ask us to renew our contract. So we just, all right. Sure. So sure. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Like I, I, that's how kind of what built me, but I'd also just like I despise. It. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I um, hear you. But yeah, that's, that's kind of how I, I'd rank those. Um, but yeah. So mulching probably be in the middle. I, I yeah. I'm getting a little bit of mulching. That's been, that's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. I definitely wanted to, to ask you about that. So uh, for everyone listening, uh, we've got Zachariah Turks on, and this is season two, episode five of Phaser Friday. Um, he's the owner of Advanced Landworks. We're just diving into his business here, talking about branding and also just um, how he got started. So um, kind of as we're wrapping up here, I wanted to touch on a couple other little things. Um, so, you know, we talked about your next steps in business and kind of where you want to grow and how big you want to grow. Um, if you could touch a little bit on, you know, how have your prices changed, you know, since you started in 2016, I'm sure you were, you know, we're affordable. We'll take anything, (laughs) you know, to 2022. I, you know, we see it in all businesses and I just wanted to hear from you, like how have your prices changed and why did they change? 
Um, yeah, starting off in 2016, we definitely undersold ourselves. Like yeah. I was hungry. I needed work and, you know, I was definitely probably losing money on projects for right. sure. Um, but you know, you had to get out there, you had to get, you know, get out there, get your vehicles, you know, people see out there, you know, you're out yep. doing stuff. So yeah, definitely, uh, undersold ourselves in, in the first couple of years. Um, but we, we did excellent work and everyone just like, Hey, like, appreciate you guys did such a good job. I'm yeah. Um, so yeah, but look, man, 2022, uh, in 2021, like, yeah, prices have just gone way, way up and mm-hmm. the customers like then resolve that like, Hey, why is this, this much money? And it's like, well, look at diesel fuel, everything right. that's sitting here on this job site runs on diesel and at yeah. $6 a gallon, what do you, that's where that extra cost is. So I've, I've done, um, so I've added fuel surcharge fees now. Good. Yeah. That's one way to kind of cover those expenses. So that's, um, yeah, that's, it's a bummer. Uh, but what are you going to do? You gotta, you have to, uh, you gotta, can't, you're not in the business to lose money. So you gotta. gotta Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's, it's so important to, you know, when you start out, it, it is okay to, you know, get hungry, take a little bit less if you're going to over deliver and get that positive review and get that referral, because, you know, you got to get some business going. Like you said, your truck is out there, your brand is out there. Um, so I think starting out is, yeah, that's a great time just to, to test out the market and get some jobs, get some, get some experience in. But, you know, as you go along, uh, some people have the philosophy of, you know, the lowest bidder and, you know, that's, that's their philosophy. But in my opinion, uh, it's okay not to be the lowest bidder. And in my opinion, it's actually better because, um, sometimes a lot of the customers, when you're not the lowest bidder, they chose you for a reason, not because of the price and because they're trying to nickel and dime you, but they chose you because of your reputation, maybe the quality you present, and they want to make sure that you're making money too. And they kind of understand, okay, we get it. He has all of his expenses built into this price. And guess what? He has profit built in, you know, businesses aren't, um, open to lose money or to break even, you know, businesses you're in business to make money. And, you know, with that, you need to be charging accordingly. So, um, I know that's always an interesting topic with bidding and sometimes a hurdle right away is to have accurate bids and make sure that you're covered, but it's probably one of those you live and you learn and you learn to adjust over time. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. <clears throat> so, um, as we kind of wrap up here, I just want to thank you again for, you know, jumping on phaser Friday. I knew this would be uh, like a really fun episode just because, you know, we've been following each other on social media now for a while. And I've really, um, really loved what you're doing with your brand and your business, but also, you know, just the industry as a whole, I think there's so much value we can all add to this, uh, construction industry. So, uh, as we wrap up, you know, for people listening, how, what's a good way to get a hold of you or what's a good way to follow along um, with what you're doing with Advanced Landworks? Yeah, we're on the uh, in, on the web at advancedlandworks.com um, and pretty heavy on Instagram. Um, I like the gram, a lot of cool yeah. stuff on there. Um, so you find us on Instagram at Advanced Landworks. Uh, we're on Facebook. Um, I'm going to probably get a YouTube channel going here mm-hmm. soon. We're on TikTok, but I don't have any videos on there yet. <laughs> I kind of—they're coming though. They're coming. They're coming. Yeah, I might start whipping some 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 videos up on there. Um, but yeah, I think that's that. That's pretty much all. Perfect. Call and uh, 
Yeah. And we'll have all of your uh, information linked on our website on, you know, the advanced Landworks Baser Friday episode. So you'll find, you know, the photos, the website, uh, any contact information and all social media links you can find on our website, which is phasermarketing.com. And then you just go to phaser Friday home and uh, you'll see uh, all of his info. So I appreciate you again for jumping on the show. Thank you for your time and everything you're doing. You know, I just, I loved getting um, to dive in a little bit deeper with, you know, your business and really just see uh, how you're operating. So I appreciate it again, man. And I can't wait to talk soon. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. All right, man. We'll see ya. All right. Adios.